Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely ideas from the internet, from YouTube, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube. Not official channels. Fuck you. Uh, and we turn those in the next AAA video games. My co-host is... Me, AJ Hart. I'm the co-host now. Hello, AJ. Hi, you Blake. Norm- Who are you? you? Norm- oh, d- did I not say my name? You did not say your name, I don't Oh, think. Oh, no, I don't exist then. Hi, everybody. My name is Blake Rea. I am one of your co-hosts of this podcast. AJ, it's been a little while. We kind of took the week off to... Uh, actually, we, were, we recorded two weeks ago. Yeah, we recorded two weeks it. ago, and we took last week off. Mm-hmm. And since then, there has been a little bit of news in the gaming world, a little bit yeah, of game dude. industry explosion of information. Are you talking about Sony's uh, cutting edge three month warranty on their new controller? <laughs> <laughs> I am, of course, talking that's, about that's, the... not ga- that's not gaming news. That's gaming outrage, admi- admittedly. I am talking about the new three month warranty on the controllers. It's been a hot topic of debate in the gaming scene for years now. You know, how long... Can I have a controller before I toss this little sucker as hard as I can against the wall and can no longer get that replaced? Have you, have you ever thrown a controller out of rage? Nope. Really? Okay, yeah. I, I'm I feel a very like good boy. I've deleted rage from my personality scale. I've fractured my entire artificial intelligence into a million little tiny artificial AIs, much like the Hit Red versus Blue series. I found the part of my little AI fragment that was rage, and I deleted that little sucker, and then I put him all back together and now it's me oh man i've never that's... been mad in my life <laughs> uh that, that's where the compilations come out of the podcast of every time you've gotten mad over dumb shit <laughs> <laughs> no uh sony just did their super cool little e3 announcement video mm-hmm. and with favorite? it I was we got ask. to see uh-huh ratchet and clank yeah and that's we... it, really. Like, we just saw teasers for everything else. So I mean, not yeah, Clank's the only thing that we got some real meat cool about. St- no, we got we got uh, oh, Horizon Boy. Zero Dawn. We got a really sick trailer for that one. That doesn't count. Trailers don't count. What is that? Are Welcome you saying, to AJ's are you... controversial video game podcast. You know, it doesn't count because they can't be like, check it out. Check out all the cool stuff we're going to be able to do in PlayStation 5. A that's... trailer. Dog, you a- could do that before. AJ, AJ, what was the name of the event? It's a PS5 for real trailer. Of course, they're going to be talking about, hey, this is what the PS5 can do. What was the event? No, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's like the Horizon reveal did not reveal anything that they're going Uh to be able to do with the PlayStation 5. It was just like a cinematic for a game that, as far as like what they showed, my PlayStation 4 can play that. Oh, okay. So you were you were expecting more like, hey, this is what it looks like on PS4. This is what it looks like on PS5. Here's the differences that we're going to lay out for you. Yeah, I need to see something that makes me think, oh, yeah, that seems like a PlayStation 5 experience. And the oh. only game that I got that from was the new Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I mean, what about it? Like everything that it can do, I could also picture. Like, here's, here's the thing. It, here's it the was thing. the way that it jumped I... from like so many different uh like zones and mechanics very seamlessly now yeah, granted yes that, that you we've seen big play, over-the-top set quantum, pieces like that with quantum video break. games already it does, this, it does the same thing <laughs> i mean or like what's another like teleportation play portal like portal is like a similar thing right yeah but portal doesn't I don't, like I don't change think... the entire scene you know what yeah, i mean I like it's all generally the same i guess play but space the... that you're in but at the same time, it's like the I closest don't, I got I to don't... anything tangible, Blake. What did you see? 
What did I, you see? What, I what? saw I I saw something that gave me fucking anxiety. And like I every group chat I was in, I was on I was talking on our spiritual successor Discord about it. I was talking on our personal like Discord with our friends about it. I hate the lips. Primarily Wait, um, the lips of what? The the PS5 console. Like it has those little like oh. little fa- <laughs> those little flail like uh, pieces of plastic. I know you hate that I call them lips, but um <laughs> I that, do hate that you call them lips, but I'm I it's really a pra- thought it's about practical. what to call those little like, like ledges. Fins, fins Col- the collar fins. Fins is nicer, but lips is correct. They are lips. They are yeah. PS PS five lips. You would just want, you want to kiss those PS five lips there, boyo? Because no. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, the, but dude, it'll be it'll be really nice because that kiss will be ray traced at least and UHD four K. Have you ever had a four K kiss, AJ? <laughs> Not yet. Um, but those, 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 the lips give me anxiety because the moment I saw them, I'm like, oh, fuck, a cable's going to, a USB-C cable's going to get caught on that and just one little pole and there goes $600 of your <laughs> PS4. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't like it. And then like they were showing some videos of like, how is that thing going to lie on its side? Like without bending itself. Apparently, I saw a photo. It looks like it can sit on its side. Yeah. It can, but it has its own little separate platform you have to put underneath it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking dumb. You have and to I give it a little like bed. It. I don't like it. But to be fair, to be fair, this isn't the first time a console has been given a platform to like sit properly. Like the Xbox One had its own little platform so you can lay it up upright, you know, but like whatever. It's just I, I find I find the design very dumb. And I love that immediately after the like literally as the thing was uh playing people were already making memes of it like one I, of my favorites was that it was like seto kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. i was about to say my favorite visual of the playstation 5 was somebody put kaiba's head on top of it because the collar looks like his collar he did have an outfit that looked exactly like that where it was like a, a white vest with like a black turtleneck and it, oh it's just so funny but that's talking Man, about Kaiba really was serving looks back then huh was what serving looks yeah he was he was like a lot of the characters from Yu-Gi-Oh were really well designed well not yugi but yeah yami yugi was pretty fucky are you kidding me no he has he that was... hair that's really horrible and nasty to look at yeah but a lot of people love like his cool choker look where he had like like this the jacket that just had a bunch of belt buckles like he looked like he was the crow the belt bucket choker look is very good you know what his yeah. outfit was pretty decent his yeah, hair was dude. really the problem you didn't like his hair? His hair's cool as hell. He looks like a Shaolin Showdown character. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and real realistically, Yu-Gi-Oh with all of its uh what do they call them? The um like the rel- like the like his puzzle necklace and like the eye of uh what's his face? Pegasus's eye. The uh something I know what you're talking about, like the magic items. Yeah, the rel- like the the Egyptian relics or whatever. And honestly, Yu-Gi-Oh is just another version of Shaolin Showdown. A group of kids are collecting old relics that give them powers. Oh fuck! <laughs> I I they're like the Millennium items, I believe, is they're called. There it is. Yeah, Millennium items. Wow, you're so good. Good pull. I fucking dude, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. That was like my favorite thing. Was there yeah. any video game that you were really excited about from the PlayStation Five thing though? Because the best I got was Ratchet and Clank. I am really stoked for Horizon Zero Dawn, primarily because the visuals are really cool. I'm a sucker for, like, machines that are overgrown, like that post-apocalyptic look where it's, like, combining vines and flowers with, like, robots. Huge fan of that. Did you play Horizon 
Zero Dawn I, One. I, I have not actually. I've only watched <laughs> let's plays of it. I I should play it eventually. I just, it's I've, really good. You should absolutely pick it up. I the thing I loved about that is where like every single character was named after like electronics. Like our main character is like Alloy, right? Yeah, the, God, her name so was cool. Aloy, which like was like a spinoff of Alloy. Um, I believe what was her dad's name? Her dad had like a name kind of like that. Wasn't it like Iron or Iro or something? Is like it was like named after a metal. I believe it was USB Doug. <laughs> I have no. <laughs> That's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> I, AJ, um, I'm gonna name my kid USB. He'll uh, he'll make it in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about game, talking about cool games and real games is not what not what we do on this podcast. What we do is we take your lovely ideas from the internet and we turn those into AAA video game titles. AJ, do you have a video game for me? I'll let you I, go first. I don't have a video game. Well, it's sort of a video game. What do you got? I, I, this one comes to us from, this is more of just like, uh, I guess, uh, the future is here, right? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Caleb 5 on, is here in seven months. But Caleb, uh, retweeted a thing from KFC Gaming. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, Caleb at Busto314 says, make whatever kind of game you think would be exclusive to the KFC console. I don't know if you saw this. Exclusive K- to the what? KFC, KFC put out a full on, like, trailer reveal like a whole minute long thing about a kfc bucket that can play video games it's not real but at least as far as Thank i know fucking god <laughs> but kfc dude their advertisement game i, I love them so it's kfc gaming says the future of gaming is here introducing the kfc hunger hashtag power your hunger and it's like a whole it's a whole ass trailer aj and i recommend you watch it because it's kfc just so hunger dumb. is the name of it y- y- Yes. So That's I want to discuss for a system. I want to discuss uh, we have two options here. Is it are we just going to come up with our own game right now or every game we talk about in this episode is our nug for this episode is going to be <laughs> the launch game of the KFC like console. You know what? I think it's time that we got onto this sellout system. I think that like, <laughs> thanks to thanks to the proof that like the Burger King games existed and they were all very successful we know that the kfc dating game was very successful we know that there's we we have a gamer's favorite beverage is of course taco bell's baja blast so we know that the (laughs) fast food and gaming industries are already so tied together i do think that it is about time that we go ahead and seal the deal you know make make this partnership official make this a marriage let's talk about the KFC launch games. See, I, I like this idea because you and I have tested the water. We have we have made some uh, some fast food branded games. Uh, we had uh, what's it called? Project Slime, which was like, I think our first like brand integrated food game, which was mm-hmm. with Monster. <laughs> then we did uh, Drive Through Your Heart, our collection of it's a romance novel for basically exactly this is this is a space that this... we as spiritual successor yeah. are used to playing and it yeah. makes sense that we would be one of the first party launch titles well, for I, the KFC I will bucket. go out on I KFC will go hunger. out on a, I'm sorry I will go out on a limb and say we are the best suited people to make a launch game for a fictitious fictitious chicken bucket <laughs> console game <laughs> so I think Here's whatever thing, really our nuggets we need to talk about specs right yeah what's okay what are the specs on it so storage, uh, two gallons. 
<laughs> do, you, do you think that can carry? Do you think that can carry? Uh, th- here's here's the benchmark for me, at least. Do you think two gallons can carry all of Destiny Two and its DLC? Because that's like a hundred gigs. Yeah. So I think like, the real flash drives are getting so you can get so much space in little flash drives nowadays. Right? All of our all of our flash drives, by the way, like the external hard drives for this chicken bucket, are like like you are shaped like chicken. It's There's just no, like a, pe- there is a no piece of chicken with a drive, Blake. They should just put it in the bucket. We're gonna have- oh, shit. Okay, so like if you want more storage, you just put more chicken in the bucket. <laughs> well, you put more flash drives in the bucket, but then that does mean <laughs> that you can carry less chicken in it. Oh, shit. Okay. Because the so, system, so you're the saying you want switch part porn system to- parts chicken bucket. Okay, but this is we're going to we're going to take the throne from switch right on portability. Oh, like, yeah, if it's, you, it's a you very just, portable bucket. You just pop this bucket in, in the <laughs> middle of your of like a lounge at your college and just start playing games on it. <laughs> and snacking. <laughs> and it's fucking snack. See, what's gross about that is, is like the chicken will just stay in there for a long time. So, like, I think what we should be offering, taking a little page from Stadia, you know, the most successful console of all time. Um, <laughs> we offer a subscription service. So every month you get you get resupplied with new chicken. So like on Stadia where you have to pay like, I don't know, it's like 20 bucks a month where they give you a certain amount of, you know, storage space. We give our users a certain amount of chicken space. And what I propose because- a more radical idea than mailing chicken to our uh, <laughs> our product. What is the word? Consumers. Thank you. Yeah. But I suggest this incredibly radical idea rather than mailing them chicken. We let them come to our fucking KFC drive-thrus. Blake, what are you talking about? H.A., like, believe it or not, there is, like, mailing chicken is a, is a very common thing. I no, don't know if it's you kn- not. No, 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 no. Like, like, jokey joke aside, like, it is actually a thing. There is a chicken store in um, uh, the Middle East that is so popular that you can actually get chicken shipped from there by airplane to the United States. And it's I uh, I don't remember the name of it, but uh, let me popular chicken there. I watched a whole documentary on this. Don't ask me why I watched it. but I did. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so here's what I need to understand. We are offering our. Our gaming, chi- our gaming bucket. It is, of course, part console, part chicken bucket. Uh huh. Once you have the system, you can pay our subscription. And rather than like Xbox's subscription service where you pay monthly and you get access to all of these video games, you Mm -hmm. pay our KFC gamer subscription. We send you gamer chicken wings. You cook those in your own home. You put them into the bucket yourself. Mm -hmm. This would keep the chicken from being too greasy on your system. You know what? You're right. I I was wrong because you can pop Mm -hmm. these chicken wings into the oven. They're oven baked chicken or chicky wings. You put those in the bucket. They've been fried. And, and they've been we like also baked, not fried. But no also grease. think, think, think about like all of the crazy like brand like brand integrations we can do with this thing. Because like you can order different sauces from like other chickens places. Or <laughs> <laughs> what are some okay. other features of the system though? Right, like storage, uh, huge. Right, uh, that's system, a big selling sy- point. I was gonna say like system cooling. You know, like, there's all computers do this thing where they, like, brag about, like, how cool they can keep your system. I want to do the opposite of that and be, like, this is the hottest gaming console, like, literally, temperature-wise, the hottest gaming console of all time. It's going to keep these chicken nugs, chicken wings. I'm sorry, I keep mixing it up. I don't eat KFC. It's going to keep these wings (laughs) so warm and fresh all day long. So long as you're gaming, your chicky wings will be prepared and ready to chomp. 
Okay. So we have we have our console. We we've discussed it. It can play UHD chicken or whatever. Um what <laughs> instead of ray tracing is chicken tracing. The, we need con- to talk- <laughs> the we controllers need to- also have like a little like pincher on the top so that you can have it hold the chicken wing for you. So oh, you can have God. two hands on the controller and, and then bring the controller up to one. your mouth and bite a chicken. Take a little bite of it. Hey AJ. What? You want me to you want me to pitch you a game for our sweet console? Yeah, why don't you hit me one with one? Hit me hit me up with a good show opener. I think I <laughs> for the chick for our chicken console to be successful, you know, we need to really hit the younger crowd. And I feel the younger crowd is all about YouTube and all about memes. Mm-hmm. So Fish Harlan actually found out we were doing this chicken console and they sent us um probably the best like launch game I could think of. Uh Fish Harlan at Fish Harlan suggests Kazoo Kid the RPG. So <laughs> one, AJ, you know like how every console has it a unique startup sound? You know who's gonna do our fucking startup sound for this? this is it the Mike Kazoo Diva. Kid? No, Mike Diva, because he did the sweet kazoo kid like <laughs> remix. So imagine because you and I have went and saw Mike Diva live once, and it was like probably one of the greatest concerts I, I feel I've been to. Yeah, it was, it was definitely in so the top five intense. concerts. Watching like every like popular YouTuber I've known, I'm not gonna name any, um, be uh grinding with their wives and other things was a very weird situation to be in. But that was like the What a music. powerful reminder that we are all human. <laughs> true, very true. Um but like, cause he does our startup sequence, and then also talking about Kazoo Kid. What is the I Kazoo feel, Kid video game? I feel because it's an RPG, so there should be classes. One I think is the Kazoo Kid, but I think we should take every single musical meme we can think of, and those are our varying classes. So we like, have Kazoo Kid, we have we Slime have, Whistle or Slide Whistle Kid, we have Watamote Kid. Is that I the name of those little things? I have no idea, but we Where have it's that. Like the little mouth, and you squeeze the bottom. Oh, Omoto, uh, the, 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 I know what you're talking about. The, like the thing where it has like the ribbon. Oh, Tomatone. Yeah. Tomatone. Yeah. So we have a Tomatone um, kid, slide whistle have, kid, kazoo kid. We have the skeleton with the trumpet. Trumpet kid. Yeah. I don't know if that skeleton's a kid, but then again, I can't say with certainty because he doesn't have skin. Just make the skeleton <laughs> smaller. Boom. Skeleton kid. <laughs> we also have, um, our first ever like two person class. Cause I love, I love classes that actually have two characters within that one like as one playable thing is it trombone dad and oven kid yeah (laughs) so yeah these are these are all of our classes they are all in a party together right it's a jrpg Mm -hmm. it has like a party system Mm -hmm. you play as all of these kids going out trying to make friends and do good music together I think it is similar because they're all memes and the whole thing of memes is like you want to see how many how much number like hits you can get on that meme or on that video. So say it's an open world city where you can pick your class and that'll allow you to do certain things. The whole point is, is to find people who have their phones and maybe get captured doing your meme shit on their phone. So it's like, (laughs) I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do like, it's a, you play it, but the RPG thing would mean you'd have to build and you'd have to get access to new things. So maybe we can take like a, um, you start out the game, it's an open world, nobody well, knows who you well, are. Well, you'd be leveling up so that you could get, like, different kazoos and different tr- ovens and different skeletons bones. Well, different maybe... bones for your skeleton kid. And you would be getting little, like, outfit upgrades for yourself. And if you have a better outfit, then people are more likely to start recording you. I was thinking it's along the lines of, like, you combine this RPG thing with, um, 
so uh, I forget the name of the game. It's like media or influencer simulator or YouTube, YouTube, uh, YouTuber simulator where you actually like pick what YouTuber you kind of YouTuber you want to be. And then you slowly grow your studio or you get people working for you. You get like you try and you have to do little mini games to come up with thumbnails or something like that. What I'm thinking the RPG element is, is you start off as just a just the kazoo kid before he was TM, the kazoo kid. Um and it's just him building his like rise to fame, and <laughs> so it's like it's part open world because you know I feel like a lot of our games because I feel like it truly is like the superior way to do games. And if we're building like the next gen console of the KFC thing, we need to be looking at like next gen games. And I think games that have two games in one are like way cooler. Yes, of course. So- like th- this is like what the core of the kfc hunger is right because much like the swiss switch the key thing about the switch is that you can take it wherever you want and then sit down and play it on a tv Mm -hmm. the key of the nintendo ds was that every game used two screens the key Mm -hmm. of the bucket is that every game will be excellent for snacking and for playing so there's there's every every game game has to have a duality yes every game will have like two kind of ideas there's the gamer mm-hmm. idea and then there's the chilling idea it's still going to be oh. a game but it can be more relaxed i have such a weird idea just like hit me i think we should do achievements with our chicken bucket <laughs> and here's the thing here's the thing every time you unlock a new achievement it unlocks a new flavor that you can have shipped with your subscription. I was going to propose that every time you get unlock an achievement, that is one wing that you can get from KFC. <laughs> oh, it's like it prints like there's a little printer on the side of the bucket that just prints <laughs> out a coupon, like one free like chicken chicken wing. <laughs> and then just go into by the way, I actually no, I can't say this because this is a conflict of interest. Oh, whatever. Um I, I feel if I'm going to be in a in a business um, uh, joint venture with KFC, I should speak my mind. I think KFC, like the restaurant, is fucking disgusting. But... <laughs> Dude, don't say that. We're going to lose the We're going to lose the deal. We're going to lose the deal. We're going to lose the hey, deal. We're their, we're their only option, baby. Like, nobody else is going to make a game for the KFC. Hold on, hold thing. on. I'm getting a we're phone gonna... call. I'm getting a phone call, Blake. <laughs> Hello? Colonel Sanders? Yeah, I know. I know he said that. Look, he he wasn't serious. <laughs> I know he wasn't serious though. Like, he, you know, like we do a funny joke podcast, and like sometimes we just say things, and the bit gets away from us. I can assure you, Blake has Blake holds no disregard for you or your nasty chicken establishment. Hey, don't I call mean, him like, nasty. nasty in like a cool, fun way, like like a like a fun, flirty, like media influencers grinding with their wives at a concert, kind of nasty. We cool. All right, I'm so sorry, sorry Colonel Sanders. Um, won't we happen on, again. Are we on? Are we on thin ice, or as they say in the business, we're on thin chicken right now? We are on thin chicken right now. Um, <laughs> the good news is he said that he's he he's frustrated, but he's not like so frustrated that he's going to sick the younger, hotter Colonel Sanders with his piss Mountain Dew. <laughs> what the? Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you don't know about hot Colonel Sanders? <laughs> No, I know about hot Colonel Sanders, but I don't know about piss Mountain Dew. Oh, KFC has like a new Mountain Dew that looks like piss. 
I mean, Mountain Dews always look like piss. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, no, it doesn't. It's green, first I mean, of all. If you're not hydrated enough, you get yellowy green pee. Like, that's that's it. Look up KFC Mountain Dew because there's just a yellow Mountain Dew now, dude. KF- oh, God. See, oh, it wow. looks like piss. It, oh, it's peach and honey. Okay. It sounds... Oh, shit. Is that what flavor it is? Yeah, it's called... Uh, uh, Mountain Dew is teaming up with KFC to release Sweet Lightning, a peach and honey flavored soda available only at the fried chicken chain's U.S. locations. Hey, AJ, you want to go get some like KFC, but not like the chicken? I, I'm actually very <laughs> curious about what peach and honey Mountain Dew tastes I could, like. Dude, I, I have always loved Mountain Dew's like experimental shit. Like I have never liked basic Mountain Dew, like the green stuff, but I love Mountain Dew Voltage. I love Mountain Dew Code Red. Even that like weird stripes one they did where it combined three different flavors into one amalgamated mess was pretty good. Pitch black was amazing. I have a confession about Mountain Dew. What's up? For about four years, I had not had a Mountain Dew Baja Blast and I didn't understand what the big hype about it was because Mm -hmm. whenever I got Taco Bell, I just got Pepsi because their Pepsi hits Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. But I had a Mountain Dew Baja Blast for the first time in years the other day. Isn't it fucking great? Yo, that shit rules hardcore, that though. That shit is amazing. Okay, I so see here's... why gamers like it so much. That so, shit okay, rules. So, so how about this? So I'm going to give us another poll. Um, You remember classic TV show Drake and Josh, right? Of course. Remember the invention he did where it was like the popcorn bucket that had like the soda at the bottom and like the little like like opening for the candy and shit like that. But it was all in one like bucket. That's what I'm saying. That's the bucket for the hunger. The hunger so, is just like it is a gaming console on the bottom, and then everything above it is just a bucket for chicken, for snacks. See, but here's the thing though, and here's the real selling point of this of this fucking our our weird Frankenstein chicken bucket. Because it is always the hottest, um, like it's the hottest console <laughs> of all time. We are gonna have the warmest soda of all time. <laughs> no, because we can't pour soda into the top of the bucket. It'll ruin the system. I no, but that's that but clear. that's but that's why there's the side like little panel that you actually <laughs> a it, cup you, holder on the yeah. side of the bucket. So so instead of like you know like you go to Taco Bell or KFC, they have like the Fiesta boxes where it's like a bunch of things and then the soda inside. It's that's 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 our loot box. That's like the, your subscription comes with everything you need. It comes with like some Capri Sun cap packets full of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. And Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning, and then all your chicken. So, like, then each month when you you have, oh my God, AJ, we just invented Destiny Two Seasons, what? where it's like you pay for oh. you pay for a season. You you have we call it the Chicken Season or something. Um, and you get and then special Mountain you, Dew you, for that you season. Earn, yes, and then you earn stuff over the course of the season that you then have access to. And then at the beginning of it, you have to pay for another season, and all of your stuff goes down. So, so the like, KFC hunger is a console with seasons built in. Yes. It's AJ. Oh my God. You know what we call it? Hold on. I need to get, I need, uh, I need to get this right. What's KFC's like logo. It's like 11 herbs and spices, right? Yes. That's what we call our seasons. The the seasons, the season of 11 herbs and spices is our first season. Yes. Oh yes, my fuck. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. And okay. I love Wait, this let's... idea that like, then, then there is like a special Mountain Dew that you can only get like if you have purchased the season, <laughs> yeah. but then like. <laughs> 
there will be rotating out like wings at KFC that you can only get with the oh. points that you've accumulated from the gaming achievements. So, so you have to bring in your bucket in, you give your bucket to the person on the other side of the register. They say, oh yes, thank you. We'll go scan your bucket. They put it down on a little dock that scans it and it's like, oh, you've earned 11 um, rosemary chicken wings. So then you get to put, they put the 11 rosemary chicken wings in and then you take your gaming bucket home and you eat the bucket. You don't eat the bucket. You eat the wings uh-huh. and you play your games. Yeah. Like, and we you know, for, we, you hey, know what's even fucking crazier? I'm if so you're happy really... that we finally broke down what the gaming bucket is and how it works. We did completely lose the suggestion. Do you want another video game idea? <laughs> I don't, let's talk a little here. How about this? I will feel comfortable if we talk about, because we have the basic game. You pick your musical themed role. You're going around a city to try and get more like videos captured of you. So there's like there's a concert going on. You go and crash it. There is a birthday party going on. You go and crash it. And that will allow you the XP you get from that will allow you to build your own studio. I one last thing I want to discuss, because all of that is not unique to KFC Bucket. Yeah, that, that's to... the base game. We need to find out what the chill part of it is. So, the part that you can play with one hand while you're using your second hand to eat the wings. So here's the. <laughs> Um, you know, like how there's two versions of YouTube, right? There's YouTube and then there's YouTube studio mm-hmm. that you can like, if you pay or like YouTube red. So what if you do a thing where in the game, you're like, Hey, I want to start making you uh, YouTube red exclusive content. So you pay an in-game season subscription, which gives <laughs> you access to all of the added stuff. So like now <laughs> you like are sponsored by KFC. So every, at everything you do that has like a KFC bucket in it, like it's kazoo kid, but he's also eating a chicken wing at the same time, right? Yeah. So like suddenly your views are like doubled. So if you are a if you are part of a like if, like for Destiny 2, you if you're part of the Wait, season pass. I need to understand really quick. Yes. Are you proposing this as cuz my my thought when we were going into this was that the idea of like every game has two parts, a game part and then the chill part, like a second part of the game that you can play with one hand. Or is is that I, what you were well, bringing no, no, in, or are you well, bringing in the idea that every single game has a pay, paid tier to them? No, I was. Th- I'm thinking for just this specific one has the paid tier. I'm still figuring okay. out. This is experimental tech, so yes, I, I'm just playing it by ear. But I do like the idea that the second part of one part of the game can only be pl- cast to be played with one, or well, only only needs to be played with one yeah, hand. Might I say? So uh, I know what that deal would be for this game. If you would be prepared to hear would, me out, I would love to hear it. You, like you mentioned, like the second half of YouTube has like the YouTube studio where you're just kind of mod, like you can see all of your comments, all of your views and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. believe that the second part of the game that you can play with just one hand is like a, like an idle clicker, I guess, or like an idle manager where like you go into that like, part of the oh, thing and you watch your views res- tick up, yes. you see comments come on and you can you, decide like, whether you or have not to-, to keep the comment or delete the comment. That's that's it. So it's like you have one hand is just like a yes, no, basically. So it's like yeah. respond to comment and then it'll auto generate a comment like, hey, thank you. Go eat some chicken like this. Like or <laughs> <laughs> just stu- just like it'll auto like generate things. Exactly. And then you can also do a thing like um, send email or like respond to email about an ad or things. So it just be- becomes like up, down, left, right. Like you only need the right side of the controller. So like. It's the, like when you clicked the on Pokemon to like play one handed, like you can just yeah. play the whole game with your right hand while you're eating the wing with the left hand. Oh my god! Okay, cool. So <laughs> that means we're getting a, this. Is, uh, this game is also going to launch with a we we bought out Nintendo. That's how big this console is going to be. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's going to launch with a Pokemon game. Oh my god! You 
dude, the whole the whole region is just like K, uh, the colonel <laughs> the colonel's ranch. His because his ranch is so huge, and you're just wandering around fighting chicken monsters. Dude, it's just the Pokemon Ranch game from the fucking Wii that got abandoned oh, shit. over into our bucket game or our bucket <laughs> system. Wait, the 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 ah. way we the. Okay, okay, okay. I want to do another game. I got a video game for you. Okay, sweet. This comes from Mason, at Generic Mason on Twitter. <laughs> uh-huh. Circus theme to turn-based combat. Oh, interesting. So, like, you can do classes, like, what are all of the different things in a circus? You have the strongman. You, you have, have a strongman. You have a beast the... tamer. You have, yeah. of course, like, your trapeze artists. Uh-huh. Also, AJ, if it's really cool, I kind of want to put a futuristic touch on this because I don't know if you saw this, but because like Beast Tamers over uh, like oh, original Beast Tamers were fucked up people like they abused they probably the animals still are now. Yeah, but they did. They're, they're doing this thing now. It's at a bunch of circuses where all the animals are actually just holograms and they're like really photorealistic holograms. So you can still see the experience of it, but without the cost of abusing an animal, which is so fucking cool. That's so, so dope. what, so what if like, that's how this game works? So our, it's kind of like a sci-fi looking circus. So our beast tamer isn't like a beast tamer, beast tamer. Our beast tamer is some sort of like support character. It's a hologram wizard, basically. That yeah. can summon. It's like they're they're basically like a druid that can summon animals to their side. Yeah. So like it, they have this cool little like watch or something that's like they do a sweet little Power Rangers pose with it. And we, depending on the pose, summons a different animal. We also have, of course, like sword swallowers and. Oh, fuck. Uh, ballerinas are they in circuses i feel like they are (laughs) aj i'm a himbo i don't i don't know shit about that (laughs) here's my bigger concern what would a circus be fighting uh what would a sci-fi circus be a carnival because what's the difference a circus and a carnival yeah well a circus is just like a show like you go in into the big tarp and you watch a show a carnival is like where all the rides come in and it's more of like an event that you would go to and like kind of bask in and blow more money, play more games, things like that. Do, do, uh, so there's a carnival versus an, a, an amusement. Wait, what? Hold on. I actually lost my train of thought there. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we have a circus Uh and like, it's a really strong circus, really powerful circus, really good circus. Who would mm. they be fighting? Like, who mm. wants to stop a circus? Who wants the circus to not exist anymore? Uh, Disney. Because Disney wants... No, Disney doesn't want any other amusement parks other than Disney World. So <laughs> I want to see... I want to see a muscle okay, woman here we get in a bare-knuckle boxing match with Mickey Mouse. So here's what we've created. And holy uh-huh. shit, this might be something. Okay. This is a turn-based combat game where you are playing as a circus in, like, the semi-future, semi-distant future, where, like, it's a sci-fi circus. Uh Uh-huh. Media corporations have ballooned to the point of absolute dystopia. Uh Uh-huh. And you're one of the last independent entertainment forms, a circus. And so future Disney is sending in mascots to try to shut you down. You play a turn-based combat game that is part turn-based combat part like a tower defense aj really quickly i'm gonna get real meta real quick so this play takes place in the distant future where upon the release of the kfc console the world changed 
So basically, K- KFC, after releasing the console, suddenly started releasing a subscription service like Netflix where they create their own content. They basically grow to the size equal to or maybe a little bit below what Disney currently is. So it's Disney versus future of like future KFC. So like KFC was like, Hey, we're like, kind of, we're like very, um, like, so uh, like soft family. Like they try, they KFC takes over like the, uh, what are they called? Like it's, it's not the circuit. It's like, it's like the thing where uh, the County fair. So like KFC launches its own County fair sort of system that turns into, it has a circus element to it. So like you can do, so I kind of like the idea, though, that you're just like a small independent circus against one insurmountable foe that's going to be coming down on this circus at all times. I well, don't how, know if I like but, the idea of our circus being backed by KFC. Uh, but how is this? Uh, this has got to be an exclusive to K- our KFC. Oh, it, it, it is a KFC bucket exclusive. Also, it's called mm-hmm. the KFC hunger. We do need to start getting that. OK, leaned up. We need to make sure our branding is tight on. This so, so 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 how about this then? So. They are support characters, a KFC chicken cart. Can you do me that? So like yes, they throw, there will they, be throw some... chi- they throw Wait. a chicken and heal people. I'm sorry. Is it not called the KFC hunger? Because I looked up KFC hunger and I'm just seeing hunger strike information. Uh, it's called uh, the KFC console, but there's no it's just KFC and no second C. Why did I think it was called the hunger? Because it, they're using the hashtag power your hunger. Oh, yes. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and capitalize that and just like make that decision for them. Then I do like the idea that this system is called the hunger. (laughs) Okay, I like it. I like it. Fuck it. (laughs) So, yes, of course, like I think that like our characters will definitely be backed by KFC. I think maybe their favorite food is KFC. There will be branding in the KFC in this game for KFC, much like how there was branding in the Sonic movie for Olive Garden. But I don't want that to affect the narrative that I want to tell. Okay, 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 okay. KFC would never endanger the narrative. We all played the KFC dating romance game, and I'm sure that they didn't cripple the narrative to service their brand. I don't know. I didn't play it. I lied. I told Uh, a lie for was There was one scene that actually alarmed the shit out of me. Uh, You can die in that game. You you can if you eat the colonel's chicken right out of the gate, you die because it tastes so good. So I don't know. That's kind of like ending the narrative for gain. That's that's telling yeah, that's you, true. hey, our chicken is so good, it's, it'll kill this you. Chicken is to die for. Yeah, this chicken is to die for. So okay, but either way, you're right. We're, we got let's let's separate ourselves from the chicken for a little bit and go back to this cool circus game. Um, <laughs> God, I hope this KFC console bit is funny because else this is going to be an hour of just. <laughs> Them listening to us talk about something really dumb. <laughs> okay. So. so what I want is a turn-based combat game where you're, you're like all the characters are different like circus archetype characters. And yes. I like the idea that like it, it's a defense game. So like mm-hmm. mascots will be coming in and you'll have to fight definitely not Mickey Mouse. As him and all of his assorted other, definitely not Mickey Mouse house party mm. rock anthemers. What are the Mickey Mouse clubhouse? Okay. Um, real, so, real, real question. Real question. Do we want this to be, cause like one thing like that I think has been taking off recently is doing games that are uh, based in previous eras. Like one of the big ones right now is games based in 1930s sort of aesthetic. 
So you have Bendy and the Ink Machine. You have Cuphead. So Do maybe this want... is like an old circus that's being attacked. Yeah, by... that's why. Okay. That's that's why it's like that's why um because circuses aren't as big as they used to be so why not do them in their prime which i believe was the 1800s to the early 1900s because i know uh it was right around i think i I don't remember i know circuses started dying down when freak shows started dying down um well yeah so but that might be let's like do an old-timey setting for this game uh, you operate as a circus and people are trying to come in and harm you. Maybe it's other circuses. That would be kind of cool. So you're going up against because each circus has its own like gimmicks. Like some circuses do a lot of motorcycle tricks. Like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, and I have no I, to this day. I have no idea how they did it. They got a guy on a motorcycle on a tightrope and he rid it across the like a, like three story, like four or five stories up across the tightrope. That's and I have no crazy. I have no idea how they did it. I have. I, it's like I don't know if there was like it was on a tube or something. Dude. And yeah, I know it's crazy, right? The motorcycle so, was filled with helium. <laughs> it had helium Duh. in this gas tank. <laughs> Shit. Okay, <laughs> but there's filled like, with helium. So some of the so you can do a thing where you're versing a uh, an automobile circus that does a lot of like crazy motorcycle stunts. You can do another one where that's all about fire. You can do another one that's all about beast taming or another one that's all about trapeze artists. And as you would like would beat those characters, maybe there's a chance that you can unlock some of them, right? Like if, you, oh. if you're fighting the like the flamethrower people and like you, there's a chance that you might earn one. And I kind of like mm-hmm. the idea that maybe it's like a turn based defense game where what there if you is do a, what, if you do, what if you do this sort of thing? Because like I think it would be kind of cool to do a. This is going to sound really weird, but what if you combined a turn-based tower defense thing where it's like it's like balloons or toy soldiers or something where you have to set up all of your your stuff to defend, but then you can zoom out and it becomes sort of a civilization style thing where it's like you have this big continent and there's like a bunch of other circuses moving about that continent and you can determine when they're going to attack you because this comes back to the whole thing of like we want to create games for the console that are two games in one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like if you zoom out, it's like uh, uh, like a continent strategy thing because like carnivals tour all the time. So like there are certain areas that are really hot during certain times of the year. Right. Like when you when uh, circuses, uh, when it becomes to wintertime, they go towards the West Coast because it's much warmer. And that's why we have the Ren Fair in um, like closer, closer to winter. Mm-hmm. While eastern places tend to have it closer towards uh, their summer, basically. So, so what if? So it's like you are touring, but if you clash with a there, if you occupy the same area as somebody else, then it becomes the tower defense mini game. Yeah, I like this idea. So, um, and then once you beat that carnival, then you get access to everything that they had. So that's where you get the unlockables. That's where you get like the you get the trapeze artists, the flame, the flame so eaters, and sword what does the and stuff. combat look like? Because I'm imagining something like Darkest Dungeon, but reversed. How do you mean? Like you just so set up you your... would you would equip like what who the show is <gasps> AJ, for the night. AJ, I have it, I have it, I have it, I have it. So it becomes something similar to Let's Fight a Boss, not Let's Fight a Boss. Um, you know that card game where you have to set up your dungeon and there are heroes that will come and fight it. Yeah. 
So you do something like that. It's like you can get kind of a bird's eye view of who the hero, who's coming to fight you. And then you can set up like, what am I going to put here? What am I going to put here? What yeah, am yeah, I yeah. Put you, here? you put like you put your heroes in a in like mm-hmm. a row. Right. And then turn mm-hmm. one comes in and uh, an evil circus person comes in. You decide what move your beast tamer makes against that person. Mm-hmm. And then like that person would also attack the beast tamer back. End of you turn. Next you turn goes in the beast the the invader goes one step forward that puts mm-hmm. him into the space of the um what would be your next person maybe your ringleader is your second up your about, your ringleader about, gets to make a move this? they make a move back because invader like, makes a turn again and how moves about, forward how about how about how about this how about this instead of maybe picturing it like a traditional tower defense turn based thing because I feel like there's a lot of those why don't we try something a little bit different why don't we take a thing from Super Mario Maker. So you have the defender has four rooms that they can design and each room will have a different circus act. So then the heroes will have to fight their way through each of these four rooms. So like they might and they have like four attack. It's like four attackers and four rooms, each with their own defender. They will need to pick like um, the attacker. And maybe we can even do a thing where we like you have to do the reverse of this to invade somebody else's space. I don't so, here here's my concern like I don't want to do like a level maker because the the prompt was a turn based circus that's true, combat. That's true that's true. I was definitely I was getting away from it. Okay, so let's go back to your idea. So what are you thinking? So I love this idea though that like I I want to try to combine tower defense and turn based combat together. And I think that the way you do that is by making sure that like there is a map that you can place your characters on. But the mm-hmm. invaders are constantly going to be moving forward. Think um, maybe a good example would be like, did you ever play any of the Fire Emblem games? No, I have not. Uh, but shit. I but I see I see what you're talking about. They're maneuvering through a space and then there's certain they can either avoid people or they have to clear out all of the enemies in that one in that one space. Yeah, but win. the the enemies are always going to be moving forward towards their goal, which is yes. to harm the player or the ringleader or something. So, and so how you about, can hire on different crew members that can then like reposition and change where they're going to be defending or what way they're going to attack the invaders. What if you do something like this to where we kind of zoom out a little bit? You're looking down at your circus at the far or at one far end is your tent. That's your home base. If they destroy that, then your then your thing is done. On the other side um, of that is their tent. And then they and then what you guys do is the center field where all the battle takes place is where you can set up all of your booths, like all of like, hey, this is where the uh, trapeze artists are at. This is where the strong people are at. This is where the bikers are at. And then they have to kind of like maneuver through your circus area to get to the other side. Okay, yes. I I think I see what you mean. So then you can use, like, the layout of your circus as, like, the defense to, like, force the invaders for what route they're going to take. Yes. But then you can also move your actual, like, units, your actual Mm. performers to Mm. go on the offensive. And and this is all on a grid. So, like, uh, there's, like, 30 30 squares between you and the opposing enemy tent that you can then, like, maybe the beginning of the battle – is laying out what your circus looks like for this thing and then then you guys fight. So you have like you have 15 squares to design your circus and maybe this is something that you designed earlier or something you design right as combat begins. 
Um, and then you have a, then you have access to your army and be like, I want to put these guys here. I want to put these guys here. Um, in a weird way, just do it like Warhammer. You have a group of five uh, beast tamers as a unit on this side, but then you have ten trapeze artists on this side, and then they you can take turns moving your units around as they fight. Yes, and then you can even like at a certain point, maybe you'll unlock like constructors, and their whole thing is like if you put three of them into one space, you can build a new, mm-hmm. um, oh. like a new obstacle or a new. How about this? There's two different ways to win. One, you get your you, like League of Legends style. You get all the way to the opponent, uh, opposing enemy's like base, and you destroy it. Or you cause enough damage to the nearby buildings. So if you destroy three buildings, <laughs> yeah. So if if you if your team can destroy three buildings of your opponent's circus, they go out of business, or like maybe say five. What if because they're there's different objectives that you like like when you start an encounter the like it'll be randomized like do you need to get to their tent do you need to destroy their things do you need to defeat oh, all their units that could that could like, be like yeah be each different level is different conditions that are different depending on the level mm-hmm. and so, there could be a thing like depending on what unit you have they have either increased or decreased movement speed they do more damage they have more health because i'm sure the strong people aren't going to move very fast, but when they get to something they need to destroy, they can do it faster than anybody else. Okay, yes. What? Okay, so what we've kind of developed here is like a... I guess like a tiny chessboard. Like we, we've created like a micro RTS, right? Yes, like, basically. Rather yeah. than like 40-hour like StarCraft games, we've created like short like 10-minute encounters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... As you zo- as like in between encounters, it becomes like this Civ style. Like your goal is to be the number one circus across America. Let's say that, um, and then you have to like there are a bunch of places where other people are growing in popularity. So like maybe while you're taking out one, maybe this could be like a real time strategy thing too, where like you're gonna go fight this other person, but that gives this other circus an ability to take over this area. So you kind of have to figure out, like, top level, like, okay, where would my circus best be popular right now and who's opposing me? So there's the really big, like, zoomed out country map RTS mm -hmm. where, like, that's like a faction RTS where you're constantly trying to, like, gain gain space, gain power, gain, like, Mm -hmm. areas that you have control of. And then you zoom in and it's like a grid-based tactics RTS game. Yes, 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 yes. I feel okay. like that's in line with R- the RTS original. isn't the right word. That one would be like a like a turn-based tactics game. But maybe when you zoom out, it is RTS. Mm-hmm. But th- I feel like this is in line with the original submission, right? Yes, I do. Okay, I think good, good, I think good, so good, too. Good. Okay, so do we want to discuss how the chicken gets involved in this? Or uh, well, actually, no, we already have it. it when um, it's when it's a turn-based game on the on the zoom in tactics mode, I, because it's turn-based, that gives you the luxury of being able to play that with one hand while you eat your chicken. Ah, uh, and then when go. you zoom out and you're doing the country-based one, I imagine it would be because it's like that one. There's I think you need both hands for because there's more mm-hmm. menus. Yeah, more mm-hmm. things to kind of decide on. On like, Actually, I think are you going to send? Op- I think it would be the opposite because like you just need like I want my troops or my circus to go to this location. You just need the right thumbstick and the A button. I feel like you need to use both hands for designing your circus. So okay, that's like, fair. There's more men like your left stick is like all your menus, and your right stick is like where your cursor and like select buttons and stuff are. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And honestly, that's better because like I feel like the chillax area would be like when you're zoomed out. You're like, like trying oh, look to a- decide what you're, yeah. you're going to do next for the game. I need I need some thinking food, so I'm gonna eat this this lovely uh chicken. This would also be the menu where you start going through and upgrading your uh your acts, upgrading different performers, upgrading your health, maybe. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the RPG mind thinking would be in this zoomed out menu that you could use with one hand. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hey, AJ. Yeah. I don't know how, but we're we're like almost at the fifty-five minute mark. We are. We, are do, I don't know. We if should we just have a nugget. Is my thing because I feel like we this episode took a focused direction. You know. <laughs> I mean, we could also just market this instead of having a nug. All of these games are like our launch games. I like that idea. So yeah. it'd be just like we can. I can build like a piece of art where it's like the 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 KFC. Uh, or <laughs> sorry, correct me. I'm sorry. Where it's the hunger and the like surrounding it are all of the different nugs we've made. And that's, these are all of our different chicken nuggets, AJ. <laughs> the, the nugs are chicken, chicken this week. <laughs> so maybe we can discuss, let's, why don't we discuss some bosses and we can figure out what games they apply to. Because we've discussed, I think we've each discussed two games, right? So the, we have the we have the Kazoo Kid RPG. Mm-hmm. We have, oh my God, I think we only discussed two games with our kids. I think we games. only discussed two <laughs> games. But you know what? That's to, that, hey, that's to be expected. We're in progressive times, right? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> hey, we, we opened up the show by talking about how Sony for their next console only talked about one game. So honestly, we've beat the competitors. <laughs> no, uh, uh, actually... They talked about one and a half games, thank you, because they are launching the DLC for Spider-Man. They didn't talk about that game. <laughs> well, they I mean, said but it's it still exists. a game. It's still a game that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> they said it exists. That does not... Look. Are you are you implying a game does not exist until there is a trailer? Because that's really good method. Uh, until there's like a tech demo of it. Yeah. Actually, no. Actually, no. Tech demos come before like actual trailers. We need to see so a like gameplay a, before a game we doesn't can exist. Say, like whether or not the game exists. Also, oh, okay. Also, so, like, like we not need- a cutscene because cutscenes don't actually. There's no mechanics there. It's just it's just a fancy movie. Like yeah, a short I'm gonna movie. say this. We've talked actual game design and level planning for two games which is two times infinitely <laughs> more than we have for Horizon Forbidden West. Here, I can tell you everything they said about the gameplay and what they're thinking Horizon uh, Forbidden West is going to have. There's bad guys and you go to the West? What the fuck? Like, that's in the title, though. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You sold me. All right. We should discuss. Let's discuss some bosses. Let's look at some bosses. <laughs> for those that don't know, on our Patreon, we do a thing where you can join our Discord and pitch us some boss battle ideas that we introduce into every episode. So, so all right. Hey, I got to hear a uh, submission here from Elise, ancient meme archaeologist on our Discord. <laughs> all right. Pitch it to me. Um, You know those like trombone and trumpet warriors? Oh my God. I'm looking at it. Holy crap. It's oh my God. How is that? Words. It looks like a guy has taken, I think that's a French horn and disassembled it and put it all over his body to create a very radical brass suit of armor. And he looks like a he looks like a bloodborne character. So are you saying we're got one in our are you saying in our circuit is it oh wait actually this is an enemy for our Kazoo Kid video game. Oh, this like, is like a late game Kazoo Kid situation because eventually you're going to reach a character that looks like this and the question becomes how do you steal his limelight? How do you uh-huh. present yourself in a way that would make a passerby more interested in you, 
a kid with a slide whistle more interesting than this behemoth of a brass warrior i have two i have two suggestions here if you don't mind i think it would be so fucking funny um one of my one of my like one of my favorite things that some games do is just like for one level or one interaction the mechanics of the game are nothing like the rest of the game so what if you do a thing where it's like you this person comes to town the the our our trumpet boss and they make such a ruckus and such a like a thing nobody's making views right now so you need to go on a quest where you are finding pieces of armor that are just instruments to take on this <laughs> enemy so it's like oh you need to go perform this in this area because this old granny will give you a piece of a of a saxophone that you can put on your face and then after you collect all of your armor you go and approach this person it just becomes a dark souls like match well would it be like, a dark souls match or would it be my thought was like more guitar hero-esque where you have to like do quick times to play your instrument better than this guy. I, I mean, and maybe that's the, what all the boss fights look like in the kazoo kid video. I, game. We never I'm got down around to what that. the comp, the actual gameplay loop. Was. I'm down to do that for regular bosses. I think this, this boss, this is boss is like special. A, okay. It, that's fair. It, it, it fights like a bloodborne thing where it's like, it's just <laughs> insanely hard. You have to like, instead of like, um, like, you take the blood vials. You just have to. Uh, oh God! What is like the healing? Like you take, you do like a little kazoo drop, like a doo on it, and then <laughs> that takes like a like a couple of seconds to do, and then you cheer yourself up, basically. <laughs> all right, this one all this one comes to us from Pedro Skelly. I apologize, I I butchered your name. I normally just call call you Skelly. Um, it is a uh, it is a person in a wolf costume, I believe, next to Billie Eilish. Um, and this person is wearing a Mega Man outfit. So that's it's a not wolf- Billie Eilish. That's is somebody that- wearing a fucking Link Breath of the Wild cosplay. Wait, oh my God, you're so right. <laughs> I thought that. I thought that was Kitchen was sitting behind them, dude. What are you talking about? Somebody, they posted that image twice, and somebody said, (laughs) (laughs) "Andrew David is like them." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're so right. I know it looks like Billie Eilish, the hair, and also Andrew David said, "Ah, yes, my favorite game, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and Billie Eilish at the 2020 Summer Games, done quick games." (laughs) So it's all right. Here we go. So it's like. Oh my God, AJ! This is a world that's the, cir- the circus is going up against another circus, but it's a convention. So like, <laughs> and convention conventions are just circuses, right? Yeah, of a bunch of people dressed up eating food and yelling at one another. That is basically a circus <laughs> and a convention. Yeah. Oh my God, that totally is. And what I love about this Zelda. idea is like this: this could be like a convention <laughs> level where your circus goes up uh-huh. against a convention. But what that means is that like every unit on the field is special, and every oh. unit would have like a special condition that they could. Oh, do. that's cool. Okay, but this takes place in the 1930s, so maybe this is like a this, secret boss. Then this, well, it could be it could be a secret boss because like maybe somewhere in America you notice like there's like a little ripple where you can like hear um gas, gas, gas from uh that you know that. <laughs> Anime, you know that anime song or uh, or sorry a uh, uh, one that's a little bit more applicable running in the 90s you just Thank hear you. like you hear like a faint song coming from some ripple in time and then you this, go there and then it becomes a convention level this secret boss would be triggered by of course like uh it's an old-timey game so eventually you would find uh nikola tesla if you save nikola tesla oh, in three shit. levels you can start a communication with him and if you pick the right dialogue options during the third story chapter He'll talk about how he's experimenting with some time travel. God, you AJ, your brain is so wrinkly and your meat is 11, so huge. If you come back to him during <laughs> chapter 11, he'll talk about the progress that he's made with his time traveling thing. You can then take on the secret boss. Oh, my but God. I love that. it's only available in New Game Plus. Oh, shit. Okay. So that's that's 
uh, you got to pay for your chicken subscription to get that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sweet, 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 sweet. That's a game, dude. Those are our, those are our launch More titles. More importantly first. than a game, Blake. Mm-hmm. That's a system. That's a system. We launched our we launched two games in a system, and we're gonna make a good shit ton of money. I hope you I... enjoyed the KFC hunger. <laughs> the hunger. <laughs> this is so dumb. All right, are we ready to go to pat? Are we ready to go to patch notes? Yeah, let's go to patch notes. Future one. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. I uh, hope you've all enjoyed this video, but now it's time to get a little bit serious because yeah. shit in America is still whack as all hell. So we want to go ahead and plug some things this week that we think really need some more attention. These are going to be links that we're going to put in our episode description, and these are also going to be things that we tweet about over the course of the week. Mm-hmm. The first link that I want to kind of talk about is the Homeless Black Trans Women Fund. This is a fund that's going to help home and house women that are on the streets right now having to, you know, take care of themselves and they're not really being looked after by a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. this fund is here to help them. I think it's a good cause. Um, The one I want to bring this week is a little bit game related. Uh, For people who play D&D and stuff, there's this company called Dwarven Forge where they build like these really, really uh, well-made like uh, dungeon layout tiles and stuff like that. But they got together with like 10 other gaming companies like Dice Selling or uh, Nord Games or a bunch of other things. And they're doing this big charity on GoFundMe uh, for the, there's like a bunch of things. So I can't go into crazy detail, but the bail project, hashtag say your name and the color of change. And if you go and you just make any sort of donation on that GoFundMe, uh, you're entered into this cool little contest where you have a chance to win some dice or some tiles from Dwarven Forge or some uh, cards from Nord Games. And I think it's a really, really, it's a, it's a company I, I, I really respect. And um, I think what they're doing is really, really cool. Uh, so I'll ha- we'll have these links in the description below, and we will definitely be sharing them on Twitter uh, sometime this week. Thank you all so much for listening. I uh, hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and it's important to make sure that during this time we don't stop fighting you know covid's been a huge life changer for a lot of people and with that comes the opportunity to come out of things in a much different way and in a much better way so let's keep fighting all right everybody we hope you have a safe week out there this has been spiritual successor our intro and outro music is cheap shop by anna monaguchi and these are cool games that should not be made